You are listening to the Dabble Co. Podcast. I'm your host, nurse practitioner, Claire O'Brien. In healthcare, we have so many questions about what's trending versus what's actually the truth. So on this show, we're going to get to the bottom of it. It's health, it's wellness, it's beauty, explained by the people who actually know what they're talking about. Welcome back to the Devil Club Podcast. I am your host, nurse practitioner, Claire O'Brien. And today I have a return guest, Dr. Madison Oak. Welcome back. She's all the way on the other side of the country. So thanks for coordinating and finagling the the West Coast, East Coast times and being here today. Um, Dr. Oak is a physical therapist. She is also known on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Now, why am I like totally blanking on your Instagram name? The Vertigo Doctor. Vertigo. I was like, Dizzy Doctor? What is it? Vertigo Doctor. Gosh. Because she really, um, and that's how I found her and we found each other, is she really does a lot within the headache, migraine community, and there's so much dizziness with that and, and vertigo, obviously. And so we've just had some really good conversations in the past. And when I posted the other day about migraines and supplements, holy crap, I have never seen so much response on a subject in my life. And she messaged me and was like, oh, dear God, let's talk about this. So... Thank you for being here again. Of course. I am happy to be here. This is so that it was truly the most chaotic story I've ever seen. And then it was like you posted all the people's chaos. emails and I was like, this is can't be happening. How do people not Absolute how do people's chaos. doctors not tell them this? You and know, I feel like I'm screaming it, into an abyss. So I'm glad that we're doing this. <laughs> it's it's crazy, I think. So having having an ENT background, I saw mm-hmm. Fortunately, okay, so my, my position as a nurse practitioner was really unique. I worked at one of our satellite locations. And so I, I predominantly worked with a couple of surgeons doing head and neck. But then, like, mm-hmm. if the neurotologist that came out there once a month was there, I would work with them or the peds guy, you know, or the facial plastics girl. Like, whoever was there, I would help and work with. And so I got to see a lot of very subspecialized training. And I feel like I saw a lot of dizziness. I saw a lot of headaches, headache associated dizziness. And even, even those subspecialties, there's such limited time. They're looking for surgical issues. You know, like what, what happens totally. is this chaotic chain, like from primary care, you get put on a migraine medicine and then hopefully referred to the right specialist. But like, cross your fingers. It's a mess. I mean, it, it's a mess. And even it's a mess. the first time I saw a neurologist, gosh, that was like eight year eight years ago. I had a uh, status migranosis, so I had an intractable migraine for like mm-hmm. eight days. It was Oof. nuts. And um, nev- never once was were supplements mm-hmm. and things like that mentioned. So anyway, that's just my yeah. It's story. You're right. It's, to it. it's chaotic. There's just not enough time in our medical system, and like. I get this like comment. I have like a group program for people with dizziness and vertigo. And I get this comment like once a week. It's like, I've learned more in one hour of watching this than I have in my 18 years of having vestibular migraine. And it's just, it's not anyone's fault. It's just like you have 15 minutes and the doctor is there to look for like, what medication can I prescribe you? And there's just not enough time to talk about the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 10 supplements that I have written down here. It's like, there's just not enough time. So I'm glad we're doing this and hopefully can shout less into an abyss and two people. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this will help. So I, when I sent out, um, so if if you'd like the whole, the reason this, all this started is I work with a supplement company called Thorn. My husband actually Mm -hmm. used to be on the medical advisory board for Thorn. They're based out of Charleston. I don't know that people even know that Yeah, You love, okay. I I love the, it's a great company. Mm -hmm. It's a great company. And Mm They, they, he was like super jazzed about it, which is interesting. He never was in, in, what's the word I'm looking for? He never was really into supplements before he started working with them. And he Mm -hmm. was just like, gosh, there's so much we're like missing. And there's this gap and that, you know, supplements aren't regulated by the FDA. So Mm -mm. it's just kind of a different level of, of chaos. But he was like, I really like the way that they do things. So all that to say, I posted the other day about like, hey, this is this is what I take. You know, are you guys interested in it? I put up a question box for people to drop their emails. It was off the rails, like literally five to six hundred people. I, I, I had to take this, the thing down because I was like, I, I actually can't handle this volume of what's happening. No, it's right going to take you fifteen hours to enter that many emails. Yeah, yeah, and then but when I did, I started sending. You know, this, I was like, I'm going to make this recommendations page, but the very first thing I say is. I recommend you read the book, Heal Your Headache. And this is talking mm-hmm. about something that they just absolutely don't have time to talk about in, in an appointment. And I get it is like the dietary component of headaches, mm-hmm. the threshold, threshold theories, things like that. And mm-hmm. so I do want to say like, yes, we're going to talk about supplement. However, if you are struggling with headaches, that's like the first thing I would do. I mean, of course, talk to your provider about mm-hmm. it, but there's so much info in there about little things that you might be doing that are worsening your headaches every day. Totally. Really, mine was eating peanut butter every night. And it turns out like that's her trigger, hmm. right? Like, yeah, crazy. totally. So I, so heal your headache diet works for some people. I find the problem with the heal your headache book. And yes. this is like, I feel like, especially in the dizziness community, like a very hot take. And I always get hate on this for this, but even the people who like are the biggest promoters of heal your headache will tell you that this is a short term elimination diet. And some people oh, gosh, are yes. intended. I cannot tell you the number of people who DM me who have been on HYH for 10 plus years. Their gut no. microbiome. You can, is how do you destroyed. live? I know. And people are like, no. I'm still having migraines every day. Why is this happening to me? And I'm like, because now you have gut dysbiosis and you, so I just, my second PSA is HYH can be really helpful for some people, for some, uh, for weeks. other people, six weeks, maximum 90 days. Like, please don't do it longer than that. And I would say fewer weeks than that. It's because it I'll tell you, the, it's not a healthy diet. World. It's not a healthy yeah, it, diet. It's no, not no, that no. it's healthier. No, it's like you would, I realized at one point I was like, okay, I would mm-hmm. no joke be literally better off eating a McDonald's cheeseburger than like a fresh Asian salad with like avocado and cashews and mandarin oranges. Yes. Like, cause all yes. of those things that the, the thing about the migraine diet is nobody's saying like avocados are, are bad for you, but they can be right. a migraine trigger specifically and you know, yes. peanuts and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is something that makes me like crazy is like, I probably, I don't know. I get a lot of DMS every day, just like you do. And it's, a lot yeah. of different things, but I see these people who are like, why am I still having attacks? I'm doing this, this, and this. I'm doing all the right things. I'm having all these problems still. And there are always reasons that we can have these problems, right? Like right. your migraine is a threshold disorder, just like you were saying. And they explain mm-hmm. that in HYH, which I think is helpful. That's but what I love migraine about is threshold. It, yeah. 
disorder. And basically, if you take like two cups, you have like an eight ounce cup and a 32 ounce cup. Some people's threshold is the 32 ounce glass. And some people's Mm. threshold is the eight ounce glass. And if you like add triggers to that all day, plus genetically, you might have a lower threshold than other people, you're going to get a migraine attack every day or every week. And different medications are super helpful. Different supplements are super helpful. Exercising on a regular basis, sleeping really well, like all of these things, like raise your threshold and lower your trigger load so that people, if you build this like 32 ounce glass, which takes time and consistency and so much effort, but it does work, then maybe you can introduce that peanut butter back in. But some people are like, I eat peanut butter or I have a thing about yogurt and like I eat it and it's just all over. Now there is some stuff to say that like we could have a psychological reaction to that, which is therefore creating that inflammation as well, which is really interesting. Not to say that like you should just go eat peanut butter if that's something you know triggers an attack every single time, right. but your nervous system is so interesting in that if you've been on this for so long, your brain is now saying like, I cannot have that inside of me. And therefore, right. I am going to tell you that this is not safe by giving you this reaction. And so there is a balance of this. Yes, there are people who are allergic, not allergic, sensitive to these things, and there are Reactive, people who are not. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. It's interesting. I love the the cup analogy and because and that that is really what I love about heal your heal your headache. Like yes, it, it mm-hmm. does have that the migraine diet in it, which is like kind of the end, but but I love the first, mm-hmm. you know, 50% of the book that's just explaining the mechanism of headaches and rebound 100%. and why, you know, you're taking like I won't I won't take a trip tan. They they don't really work well for me yeah. anyway, but like I just mm-hmm. won't do it because I'm not it's not worth getting into a rebound situation, but Mm-hmm. That, that's what I love about it is threshold. And I, I love that analogy totally. of eight versus 32 ounces. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it's a really, really helpful way to, way to you could also like literally, some people are like, I need to be a kinesthetic learner. Like I literally have them like fill up two glasses of water at the same time. And it's like, that's what's mm-hmm. happening is you're filling these up and you're just going to reach the top and there's nothing you can do about it. If you haven't raised your threshold high enough, basically. Yeah. Or build yourself a bigger bucket. I like to say, like, you want like a basketball hoop size bucket. You don't want like a tiny little water glass. And, and you can do there that, are, of course, cool. medications that will help with threshold as well. Like that, we're not 100%. really going to talk about that today. I yeah. mean, a little mm-hmm. bit, but like there's, there's so much. Mm-hmm. First of all, I mean, this is not medical advice ever, <clears> but there's something like I'm Mgality. I mean, Nurtec, Amavig, Mgality, you Love know, them. effects are huge fans. Like, yeah. Yeah, I lo- and Gality has been life changing. But then I had COVID over Christmas, mm. and that took my threshold into the toilet. Like I, that's I feel like I was back in 2019, and I was like, mm-hmm. "How did I literally live? Like this is miserable." Mm-hmm. I had a headache. I still am kind of having headaches. I need to redo mm-hmm. my um, masseter neurotoxin. So mm. yes, there's all big fan. All these little things. Big. Oh Huge gosh. Fan. Huge fan. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize I started doing it for clenching. So I wore a bike guard forever, Uh which doesn't, by the way, if you're wearing a bike guard, totally great. They protect your teeth. It will not Mm -hmm. help. It will not actually stop you from clenching your jaw. Oh, yeah. I can go. I wore a bike guard. I have like a giant one. Yeah. It's full. Have you had master touch? And it's, yeah. No, it's mm -hmm. so good. It's so good. Literal square. And I was looking at it. So was mine, apparently. Yeah, I like, I I, and, I, I, and I was like, absolutely oh. didn't realize that. Yes, I was like, Did I saw I a picture. 10 pounds? No, <laughs> I was like, actually, I, no, it's crazy. I mean, I looked at a picture drop. from like ten years ago, and where when I was, you know, like wedding and thin and all. I'm like, God, my my face was like a lot rounder, and I, you know, cool. Like, I, 
I wasn't worried about right, it. Yeah, it's whatever. super interesting. So, okay, mm-hmm. today we're going to talk a little Anyways. bit about supplements, your favorite supplements, what, and, and really, yes. I think this is interesting too, like, there are actually some supplements that have good enough data in them that physicians at the top headache institutions in the world are recommending mm-hmm. them. So yes, what are your, I have my kind of go-tos that I usually tell people, but I know we were going to kind of talk about a few of them today. What are your faves? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have a lot of faves. I'm going to start off with like the top ones that like generally people recommend, like the top doctors will generally recommend these top mm-hmm. three almost kind of across the board. I want to caveat this by saying they don't work for everyone. I have a very close friend in this community who she's like, I took all of these. They made me feel worse. Didn't work at all for me. But there's always going to be that group of people it doesn't work for. Always. So I recommend not taking these all together. Like they have like relief and like these ones that like combine these things. But everyone needs such specific amounts of each one that I recommend you just buy them all separately and slowly introduce them to your life. So the first one is magnesium. Uh-huh. First one I always say is magnesium because I, I find across the board for migraine that this is the most helpful one. And it is typically because people who have migraine disease, remember it's a 24-7, 365 disorder that lives in your brain and the acute presentation is an attack, which is why we call it migraine with migraine attacks, not I have migraines like they're acute events. People generally have lower magnesium levels in their body. And so when you get like your serum magnesium levels drawn, they will typically look normal. But if you get like the intracellular level magnesium, which is a harder test to get, it's more expensive. People don't typically give it to you. That test will typically show that people with migraine, again, have those lower levels of magnesium. There are approximately 1 billion types of magnesium on the market that you can buy. Okay, that was going to be my next question. Do you feel strongly about one specific type? I feel strongly about three types. So citrate slash oxide is a good one. It's very bioavailable when you take it, but it makes people have severe GI update. Yes, the doo-doos will definitely happen. So I said, if you have a history of constipation and if you have like GI tract issues because of migraine, because your vagus nerve is all connected, I would take that one. Oh, all right. If you have stomach issues and you're like, this makes me feel like junk, take glycinate. It's typically like mm-hmm. pretty gentle on your stomach in general, also very bioavailable. And then there is magnesium. Great for sleep. Great for Great anxiety. All sleep Great time for anxiety. powder. Love it. We love okay. magnesium glycinate. I ran out recently and I literally haven't fallen asleep in like three days. Like Never I again. used to... I I ordered it, went to my mom's house. It's a mess. I love it. Anyway. Like I'm off Benadryl. I'm off melatonin. I'm like, I'm going to take my magnesium powder, mix it with my cranberry juice and my little probiotic soda. And we call it Uh a night. It's delightful. Beautiful. It is delightful. It tastes so good too. So what a delight. (laughs) Honestly, then there's magnesium three and eight, which is like my third type. And most people with vestibular migraine, which is the type of migraine I typically treat, are super caffeine sensitive. Not everyone. And I'm not going to tell you to just like kick your caffeine to the curb. Don't do that cold turkey. You will feel worse. But if you're a person who's like, I'm not sure I can tolerate caffeine, magnesium three and eight typically helps people sleep. But for some reason, for some way, somehow, I don't know why. I don't think anyone knows why. Because magnesium three and eight crosses the blood brain barrier for people without migraine, it typically helps them sleep. But for people with migraine, I feel like it wakes them up. And so if you have migraine and you want to replace your caffeine with something, magnesium three and eight, which is called Cognomag by Pure Encapsulations and mm-hmm. like Neuromag, it has like these fancy like brain magnesium because it does 
cross the blood brain barrier, I feel like gives you like a kick in the butt in the morning. And like, it can be really helpful for people. People also really like that company pure. I haven't mm-hmm. used any of their yeah. stuff, but I've I a love their company who are in our medical providers mm-hmm. who that, that they recommend yeah. that. Pure and thorn well. are like my go-tos on Top most notch. things. Top yeah. notch. Like there's no additives. There's no junk in the capsule, like best ones. Yeah. Okay, cool. So magnesium, okay. so kind of a kind of a brainer. Totally. And I think most Americans are magnesium deficient, regardless if you have migraine. So like ask your doctor, but typically pretty no brainer. It's a good one. Okay. Next one. Riboflavin slash B2. Warning label on this one should be that your pee will turn neon orange. So that neon. is something to know about straight this one. Straight neon. So yeah, mm-hmm. it will be straight neon, like post-it note pink, like really ridiculous colors. And that freaks people out. Um, but when that happens, just be like, oh, it's my B2. That's fine. They say about 400 milligrams of this per day. It helps with your mitochondria, helps with energy levels, helps with some gut health stuff like B vitamins. We just need them. Of course, if you're taking too many B vitamins, that's also going to be hard on your body. So these are things to kind of like start slowly. A lot of times I don't tell people to just like start with 400. Like people with migraine are super sensitive to stuff. You have a super sensitive brain. And so like start with 50 milligrams, start with 100 milligrams, start somewhere you feel like is reasonable like reasonable is my favorite word when it comes to migraine mm-hmm. treatment because you just don't want to go all in and like this is crazy. So you want to feel reasonable. So start sm- slow with that one. The next one people recommend, so magnesium, B2, and CoQ10 is the last one. It's a coenzyme Q10. It also helps with your mitochondrial energy health. And typically they tell people to take this three times a day, 100 milligrams. I it, I can't take anything three times a day. No one's doing that. Literally no one. I can barely take something two times a day. Don't be crazy. You're out. You're about. I tried to like put it in my, I tried to like put stuff in my purse to remind, no, I just don't do it. So just take it once a day. Again, be reasonable. I was trying to take some of them twice a day because, you know, Mm -hmm. like the, I think like the turmeric and the knack and a bunch of them say twice a day. Mm -hmm. I, Mm -hmm. if I take anything at night, like I even mm-hmm. was taking it and waiting like over an hour to go to bed. My reflux mm-hmm. is off the rails. And I'm like, that's not mm-hmm. worth it. And I'd have, I'm adding mm-hmm. a reflux. Like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm yeah. just me personally, as long as I'm getting enough magnesium is the biggest mm-hmm. one for me, I feel like. Then totally. I, I just take my other stuff in the morning. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. And another thing I want to say about magnesium, because these are like the top three ones, is usually like between 400 and 800 milligrams per day. But you can mm-hmm. actually see that when people are in a migraine attack, their magnesium levels plummet further. And so really? when that is happening, you could take more. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Oh, I'm about to beef mine up then. I've been mm-hmm. struggling. So if you've been. COVID. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good to know. Yeah. And COVID is like, we could have another conversation about that. Like that is yeah. a whole no, other. Sure. It's a problem. It's a huge problem. It's like sending yeah. people back into dizzy spells, into migraine. It's just like, yeah. it's gnarly. So avoid it yeah. if you can. Not our friend. There's a lot of stuff on the internet about butterbur and feverfew, so I just wanted to talk about that for a qu- quick second. I have actually never seen anyone that's helped. Now I know someone on the internet is going to come at me and be like, "It helped me. If it helps you, help me." Yeah, yeah. But but if if it didn't, it didn't, and that's fine too. I find that they are te- typically like additives to like the microleafs and like the combo pills of the world, which is also why I say like don't take the combination one. Like if you just cannot figure out how to take three of these things in a day or whatever, then okay, like that could be fine for you. But 
I find that they're just not helpful and they have like other additives in them that we want to avoid. So that can be helpful as well. I want to tell you guys about my favorite supplement company, Thorn. Our family personally uses several of their products. So I use their collagen in the morning and then I use a few things that were recommended by my headache doctors. The reason we use Thorn is they are so high quality, highly tested. They don't have fillers like so many other supplement companies do. They have partnerships with hospitals and organizations all over the country like Mayo Clinic, Medical University of South Carolina, the UFC, huge athletic organizations. So if you are looking for high quality supplements, I always recommend Thorn. You can get 15% off any Thorn products by going to Thorn, that's Thorn with an E, thorn.com slash U slash Dabbleco. Create an account and you'll get 15% off and free shipping every time. I'll put that link in the show notes. Okay, next one, because <laughs> this is not relevant to supplements, but kind of. Okay, next one, omega-3s. Omega-3 fatty acids actually help desensitize the trigeminal nerve, which is your main like migraine-associated nerve, at least we think, because we don't actually have the research on why migraine happens. But what they think is like it's a trigeminal nerve thing, and it's cortical spreading depression, and there's like all this neuro stuff that goes on in your brain, and then there's high activity and low activity. And that omega-3s really help that. They do say in general that omega-3s are something you should be taking every day, even if you're eating fish, because there's just not enough nutrients in our food anymore. So taking those on a regular basis. The one at Thorn is great. And if I'm going to go mm-hmm. off those two companies I said before, the one at Momentous Supplements is also great. They are really huge because they are fish oil pills, but they're great. And that can be super helpful. Plus, it's good for your brain. I just want to say... It is going to sound like the two of us work for Thorn. We do not. Like, yes, uh-uh. I absolutely have an affiliate code with them. Like, But uh-huh. genuinely, I mean, I think y'all know this about me. Like, it is a company, like I said, Ed used to be on their medical board. I've had an affiliate link with them before I understood how to even do that. Like, I signed on and worked with them, whatever, their company for years uh-huh. This is no one is like paying us to say that. It's just no. I, no I think one's paying me to say this. It's no. Sure. It's they haven't. They should. Yeah, and I say they this, should pay like, us. I have a podcast, and no one pays me for my podcast, so I can tell <laughs> you that like I right. shout about this as well over there into the abyss. Whoever's listening yeah. about dizziness. Yeah, it's no, a they good just one, they just so. make good products. They really do. They do. And, no and anyway. And, yeah, I do. And you. I give a discount because I feel like guilt. It's a weird, it is like a weird dynamic of being like, this is what it I is recommend. Weird. Like it's, there's like an mm-hmm. ethical component for me. I feel like if when you're a healthcare provider, you know, I'm like, but here's mm-hmm. like, I, I think Just, I make, I, mm-hmm. but also I want to like give them to other people. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, this cheaper. is genuinely what I use and, mm-hmm. and like, and has been mm-hmm. good for me. I do feel like I'm glad we talked about the magnesium because they like it's been hard to figure out what specific magnesium I'm like really supposed to be taking. But I I love the glycinate Glycinate three and eight. Glycinate three and eight. They are ten out of ten. Would recommend. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Okay. So we did omega threes. Those are just good for your brain health in general. So like pretty much they say across the board. Actually, everyone should be taking omega threes. So if you're not a person with migraine, still a good idea. Mm Hmm. I mean, I eat yes, a lot a really of salmon one. though. Like at least twice I, a week I have salmon. At least twice a week. It's like two yeah. grams a day of omegas that you need for it's like okay. Alzheimer's um, prevention. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's more than I take. Ask, I take uh, 1,600 Lauren. milligrams a day. 
Yeah. Or Amanda Curry, you listening? We need to know about the amount of omega threes. <laughs> she's the best. Literally, she's the best. <laughs> she's the best. Uh-huh. Okay, Love omega three. She sent me two dozen bananas last night accidentally whilst <laughs> trying to sucks. send me some cans of salmon. It's kind of a long story, but anyway. So now I got twenty four bananas. Um, okay, omega threes. I will add it. Great. Okay. Okay. What okay, next? Turmeric and curcumin, which are the same thing. They're just called. Yeah. So if you go on Thorne's website. It, and you search turmeric, you're going to be like, what's happening? It's called curcumin. And that's the active, yes. like the ingredient that actually helps with inflammation. Yes. And it is so good for you. It helps reduce inflammation. And also I saw a study about 400 milligrams per day. I can find you the study if you want. Actually decrease the amount of CGRP in your body, which is what Amgality does and Amavig does and Nurtec does. So I don't think it's as large, right? It's not like inhibiting it like the CGRP medications are, but it's helping to reduce the amount, which is a problem in my brain. This Mm -hmm. is fascinating. I was looking for this podcast and I was like, no wonder that works. I was like shook. Kind of cool. I think it's just one study. Yes, send me that. I would like, that's so Mm -hmm. nerdy. I would love to read that and I'll put it. Yeah, Uh I'm telling you, God, and Gallaudy is the best thing that's ever happened to me and Ed. We both take it. We have our little shot days on Sunday Every fourth Sunday. <laughs> Every fourth go. Sunday. We love it. Yeah, love Perfect. It. It's a, it is a small trial. I will say it's like 44 women in this study, in this study with an eight-week trial. I just found it. I will send it to you. But it's, 44 is better than like not a tiny, case study. Like seven. Yeah. Totally. Uh, totally. I support and that. Okay. placebo-controlled group against IL-6. So I'm taking it. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Ginger, especially if you have nausea and vomiting, also helps with inflammation. Too much ginger can be problematic because it can thin your blood. So don't just be like downing all the ginger. There's one very small study, which is very controversial in this community, about ginger being equally effective as a triptan. You said at the beginning, triptans don't work very well for me. For people with vestibular migraine, and I happen to know you've got some dizziness stuff going on, it Mm -hmm. is typically almost never helpful. I like know maybe one person with vestibular migraine who like a triptan is helpful for. I just like, I don't know why... There's no research for me to like cite here. It's just what I see clinically of it just doesn't work for people with dizziness. So that could okay, be Okay, I want to pause but... right there for two seconds because mm-hmm. I, we should have done this in the beginning. Will you tell people, because I'll just speak for myself. I think people mm-hmm. think of the word migraine or migraine attack, migraine disease, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. semantics you want to call it. And they, because I'm, I'm literally putting myself in this category. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't have migraines. I just have like headaches. Because in my head, mm-hmm. I think... You have a migraine, you're throwing up, you're in a dark room, you're like Mm-mm. totally incapacitated. Mm-hmm. And there are so many, but the, when you said vestibular migraines, I was like, oh gosh, people mm-hmm. probably are having symptoms and they don't even realize that that's what they're having. So what are the most common Huge. symptoms of like a vestibular mm-hmm. migraine that you see? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to start from the beginning. Migraine is a neurological disorder that lives in your brain. You are genetically predisposed to. There are many Mm -hmm. genes that we can like link it with. Only hemiplegic migraine has like, oh, there's this exact genetic link. And like, this is what's happening. But like the rest of them, I actually got yelled at in a Facebook group the other day about this. Like, good luck finding that gene. It's like, it's literally in the research, whatever. I should stop trying to help people on the internet. But what I basically what migraine is, is it's there all the time living in your brain. It gets Uh triggered by some people, they have their a really stressful event, they get divorced, their kids getting bullied, they go through puberty, hormones can change, menopause, whatever happens, and you start getting migraine attacks. Now you have migraine all the time, whether you have an attack once a year, once in your lifetime, or every single day. 
that is migraine. It's a neurological disorder. Now, it is a spectrum disorder, meaning it can look like a hundred different things. There are people who have ocular migraine and they go blind for 45 minutes, but they have no head pain. There are people who have the migraine you think of when you're growing up and you have a friend whose mom has migraine and you have to be really quiet because she's upstairs in her room and like their dad's helping take care of you or whatever. That's like my first experience with migraine with my very best friend and her mom as a kid. So that's what we grow up learning. And then we learn about other types of migraine. If you work in this, there is mum's type of migraine, which is like a, they call it super migraine. There's vestibular migraine, which is the type that I talk most about. And if you need any information about vestibular migraine, like I am your human, and we can talk more about that at a different time. But basically you do not need a headache to get a migraine diagnosis. You can sometimes have a headache if you have migraine with head pain. But 40% of people with vestibular migraine have never experienced head pain at all. So they don't even get headaches. It's crazy. So they're getting dizziness and vertigo. They get quick spins. They feel like they're losing their balance. They look drunk on the street. They feel like I am just lightheaded all the time. Pain with sound, like like hyperacusis. Sometimes pain with sound. That kind of stuff. Or dizziness with sound. Like you get that hyperacusis and it causes this like dizziness instead of pain. Mm -hmm. Totally. Light sensitivity and sound sensitivity. So the diagnostic criteria for vestibular migraine say, and it's not, it doesn't throw a wide enough net, frankly, but this still encapsulates 3% of the adult population. It's a huge number of people who have vestibular migraine. That's a lot. Yeah. And they will have symptoms of vestibular disorders for five minutes to 72 hours, which again, this does not encapsulate enough people because people have them for shorter and for longer mm-hmm. with another migranous symptom. And so that could be head pain or light sensitivity or sound sensitivity or an aura. And it's not classified by another vestibular or international headache classification disorder diagnosis. Got it. So yeah, I think all people probably don't realize that they're having... So um, essentially they have migraines, you know, Mm -hmm. a history of childhood motion sickness is a huge precursor that doesn't have any like research behind it, but just something we all kind of across the board will see clinically. Yep. And then, I mean, I had really bad motion sickness, don't have vestibular migraine. So it's not definite, but it is something that is like, Mm -hmm. oh, we can kind of see that correlation. It's not causation, obviously. And then if you're just having like these quick spins, like, the room all of a sudden, like I'm watching TV and all of a sudden the TV moved to the right and back to the left. And now it's in center again. Like I don't, that's weird. I don't know why that's happening. Like that can be vestibular migraine. So it really is like such a bizarre diffuse thing that is not necessarily related to head pain, but is still a cause caused by migraine. The symptoms are caused by migraine. Yeah. That makes sense. No, for sure. So that is, um, Okay, what else? any other Anyways. big ones that we need to talk about? I'm trying to think. Melatonin. Uh, mel- yeah, melatonin. Now, I've stopped taking melatonin just because that mm-hmm. is a little bit of a question mark of like I agree. what are the lo- like you got to pick your mm-hmm. battles. So tell me what you think totally. about melatonin. So there is some research like about there's a therapeutic role of immediately release immediate release 3 milligrams of melatonin, which obviously you want to take at night, but your body will stop creating melatonin if you keep taking melatonin. So if it's like the only thing that helps and like that is improving your quality of life and whatever, fine. 
but it is like a conversation you have to have with yourself and with your healthcare team of like, is this the first best option? Like magnesium might be a better option, but for some people, magnesium spikes a heart rate and it's not the best option. And so it's just kind of going to be a conversation about yourself. And then there is one that's like kind of out of left field, but it is the most research supplement that literally exists on the market. And it is creatine and it helps with energy in your brain And so it's actually one of those things that people say two to five milligrams a day is just generally good for brain health. And if we are just generally trying to increase our brain health, again, I know this one is out of left field, um, but there is good research to show that it's not just for bodybuilders and it's not going to make you jacked or bulky or retain water weight. Mm -hmm. No. And I have some I ordered from Thorne, actually. Mm -hmm. They're great. (laughs) Thorns and Momentuses, both excellent. (laughs) It's tasteless. I Mm -hmm. will say this. It's kind of a weird. Mm -hmm. It's a tiny little spoonful, but I put, I was putting it in my coffee for a little bit when I was like trying to build a little more Mm -hmm. muscle. Uh, And then I just got good for that. Lazy. I was like, how many powders can one put in their coffee in the morning? You know, I, they say it's tasteless. (laughs) I will say that it's actually not. It's kind of, it's not. I put it like in, I have like a morning cocktail of like greens powder and collagen and amino acids and creatine and I just shake it and I drink it as fast as I you just kind of suck it down yeah I should down and it's not ideal but because the collagen doesn't mess with the flavor of my coffee but like the creatine Mm -hmm. I was like Mm -hmm. this is I don't know about that it's kind of chalky yeah yeah it's like I'm like um kind of sharp taste I don't even know how to explain Mm -hmm. this but it's weird it doesn't belong in coffee sure all day and if I were creatine yes no no um, okay, a nope. couple of things about supplements. I know I said this at the beginning, but I really want to reinforce that don't just like, I named like 10 or 11 things. Don't order these all tomorrow and take them all. Please do not do that. I actually would recommend you don't do that because your body's going to be like, what the hell just happened? Why are we taking all these things and what do I do with them? So that's number one. Yep. So take them slowly. T- don't take them together in one pill if you can. And if you have trouble swallowing pills, you're going to get this one a lot. Tip your head down. Do not tip your head back. Try just lift your head up wherever you are, unless you're driving, and try and swallow. It is literal. You literally can't. And so the fact that people are like throwing their head back and like trying to swallow pills doesn't make sense. And pills generally float. So if you tip your head forward with water in your mouth, they will just slide down the back of your throat. Don't be throwing your head back like a crazy person. Those are my tips on okay. taking mm-hmm. hot tips. All hot, hot tips. tips. Yeah. So. I think my kind of takeaways from this last week are that people, uh, like everyone is having headaches, like everyone on earth. Mm-hmm. And, Correct. you know, I know we have these, like, people want to say, oh, it's a sinus headache or it's a uh, tension headache or whatever. But I mean, I mm-hmm. think, you know, get, get evaluated and mm-hmm. I love primary cares, but often they're going to maybe start you on a triptan and not a preventative med or not. It's just, it's so, Mm -hmm. migraine can be really difficult to figure out. And gosh, I don't, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's just really, really tricky. It is tricky. Plug for a very fast, very easy to get into headache specialist, neurohealth.co. I do have an affiliation with them. It's vertigo doctor 15 spelled all the way out. It's I make a very oh, small I've, amount of I've never heard of this. But is it like telemedicine? You can get in okay. in five days anywhere across the United States. And it was a get plus out. one phone number. I swear. That, it takes months. months. Yes. Okay, we'll put that Neurohealth. in the show notes for sure. Almost everyone in on their staff has some form of migraine. They are yeah. great. 
big fan. Some people do vestibular migraine. Some people do hormonal migraine. Some people do like related migraine, I should say. It's not just hormonal migraine. So that can be something to know. Sinus headache yep. is not a diagnosis. It's, it's not a thing. It's, it's not, not a thing, guys. It's not a thing. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna people are going to yell at you out. and me. Yep. I know. I'm going to tell you. It's not real. Mm-mm. No, I worked with... It is the most common misdiagnosis of migraine, and I... Mm-hmm. I worked with two of the, the so. top um, sinus surgeons in the in the world, truly, Zach mm-hmm. Soler and Raj Lasser. And we, people would come in with that diagnosis, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Because it's just, Not no, again. can you have frontal, like, can you have pain in the sinus? Like, yes, absolutely, yes. but, like sinus headache unless you have a sinus infection that it's not mm-hmm. that's not a thing it's not what's happening it's Truly. just it's just and not. migraine can make you have a post nasal drip that acts like a sinus infection that isn't a sinus infection and cause pain but if you put, make like the number three with your fingers and you put them on the side of your face that is where your trigeminal nerve goes into your jaw into your sinuses into your forehead and that is why you have that weird one-sided face pain because that is where your trigeminal nerve is physically located in your body. So that is something to remember when you're talking about this of like, is this actually a sinus problem? And then you go get the imaging and they're like, there's nothing in your sinuses, but we found this random polyp and we're going to remove it. And it's like, I still have really horrible face pain. It's migraine. The number of stories that I've heard that are literally that it's unbelievable. So if you are going to get that sinus surgery, sometimes it is helpful. Sometimes you do need it. I'm not nixing the sinus surgeons, but go see a headache specialist first. And make sure you don't have migraine that's actually causing this problem. Just do your due diligence. And honestly, a good sinus surgeon, like, by the, oh God, a friend of mine sent me her husband's, her husband was about to have four different surgeries. She mm. sent me his CT that could not have been more normal in the read. I had her get a second opinion. And um, it, it, if you have a sinus surgeon that is going to operate on you for sinus headaches, go somewhere else. Go to... Go to somebody else. Like that's it's not good. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. Anyway, don't do it. Plug for the yeah solid academic so. ENT community. <laughs> They're out there. <laughs> They're, oh they exist. man, good doctors exist. They're hard to find, but people like me who are like weirdly it's obsessed so with tough. dizziness, it, we're hard to find. But we exist, and we love our jobs, and we're like addicts of dizziness or migraine. I mean, and Ed and I say this all the time. I'm like, I literally don't know how, like, both of my children had two absolutely very different, like, totally different ends of the spectrum, but, like, rare, weird, like, Mm -hmm. medical stuff going on. 2023 was a real doozy. Yeah. And, I mean, we were at Vanderbilt, pediatric neurology with one of them, and and we would say this to each other, like, if if he was not a whole-ass doctor, and I'm a nurse practitioner, we would be Literally, I don't in a mess. I mean, and it still took six months for them to get her relief on the right medication. Like it was awful. And I I feel that way. And and my diagnosis when I had superior canal dehiscence, if I was not quite literally working in an office with the people who would operate on it, it would, it typically that diagnosis takes 10 years to get literally you bounce all Which around. Is, I mean, it's a mess. And then if you have the wrong surgeon do it, it will not work. Whoa. That's why I went to um, mm-hmm. Hopkins. Not that my people weren't great, but I was like, God forbid, Hopkins, like something goes, Dr. goes wrong. Yeah, Dr. Carey, John Carey, shout the, out. He's I mean, the guy. Mm-hmm. He is the goatiest goat that ever goated. And Truly. I mean, I, I just felt mm-hmm. like it, these people are my friends. Like this is a very rare surgery. Yes, they do it, but it's not all that they do. And that is literally all he, mm-hmm. that's the only surgery that he does. Only so, he does. Get the underwater one, you will save your hearing. Like it's yep. just 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same here. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say this, like a lot, you'll be surprised. People will think, I mean, yes, it costs money to physically go to Baltimore from here, but many, 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 many insurances will cover out of network or their network is bigger than you think, or the, like you, you're not mm-hmm. just bound. It's worth it. It, it, even Medicare or Medicaid, mm-hmm. you can get out of state exceptions. Now it takes some, some mm-hmm. work and I mean, we, you know, we were prepared to, to battle for that, but, um, thankfully mm-hmm. it didn't have to. And, and it was covered the That's same good. way that it would have been covered mm-hmm. in South Carolina. They agree. My, my yeah. friends that are neurotologists yeah. here, they agree. They're like, yeah, this is all he does. Like totally. go, go see. A hundred percent. Um, the vestibular psychologist, Dr. Carey, Dr. Carey, the vestibular psychologist, also SCDS vestibular migraine. Her name is Emily Kostal, Dr. Emily Kostalnik, love her, like one of my mm-hmm. dear friends at this point. Also, Dr. Carey for her SCDS and says the same thing. She's like, I will not refer to any, literally anyone else. He's, yeah, he's, he's awesome. great. 10 he's... out of 10. So, well, t- tell everybody where can they find you and tell us a little about like your classes and, and what, I mean, oh, you yeah. just have such a unique offering that's so helpful for so many people. For sure. So, I am at the Vertigo Doctor everywhere instagram facebook Mm -hmm. wherever you get your social media i exist the internet and i offer something called vestibular group fit because when i was working right when i graduated from pt school i got all these really chronically dizzy patients because no one likes to treat the chronically dizzy people everyone loves the acute like bppv vestibular neuritis goes away in three visits or six weeks everyone's like look i'm a magician but the people whose yeah. dizziness just isn't going away, there are no cures for these things. So it's how right. do you manage your vestibular disorder? How do you manage vestibular migraine so it doesn't take over your entire life? How do you avoid getting triple PD or manage triple PD, which is persistent postural perceptual dizziness, which is sort of the chronic pain version of dizziness all at mm. the same time? So. Because of that, because of that experience of people just not wanting to treat it, not having access in rural areas and other countries, I created something called Vestibular Group Fit, which focuses on the four pillars of brain health and vestibular health, which are movement, mindset, support, and education. So you will get all of the things that you need to know that your doctor does not have time to tell you in 15 minutes that it, I promise I have researched all of it. And if it's not specifically yeah. in the research, I will specifically tell you clinically in my experience, this is what happens. Um, we have movement classes every day that are safe for dizziness that will help you if your goal is to return to the gym, return to the gym, do an online workout class, return to whatever you want to do, ski, literally do anything. I don't care what it is. We will get you back to doing that thing. Everything from Tai Chi and Pilates to strength and HIIT workouts, because all of them have research for different reasons. Support for people that are just like you. So a lot of support groups on the internet for vestibular disorders are terrifying and will tell you that you never are going to get better. And I have curated this group. Yeah, it's really terrifying. I've curated this group very specifically. We focus on what we can do, what questions Mm -hmm. I might have of how I do this. And if I'm having a bad day, there is space for that, but we always want to be constructive. It's okay to embrace the suck, but how do we also be constructive about that? And if you did just need to rant, there's also a space for that. And then educating yourself. Like I said, at the beginning, like everything from what supplements do I need to take sort of like we're talking about right now to how do I scale exercise again to how do I sleep better? How do I eat better? How do I stay hydrated? How do I move my head again? How do I go to the grocery store again? All of the things that you're like, how do I do this? I have laid them out all specifically. So you can do them in a couple of minutes a day and you will get back to doing all the things you want to do. And the results are honestly phenomenal. So you can get that. It's just vestibular group fit and 
you can find it all on the vertigodoctor.com. I also have a podcast. If you're like, I can just do free information. I always forget about this, but it's called yeah. Grounded, the Vestibular Podcast. It's just a picture of my face. You will find it on any platform you are listening to this on. Yeah. Grounded. Okay. That's awesome. Grounded. Well, um, we weren't sure if this podcast was going to happen today because we <laughs> have a small gas leak in the house, but I think we're, I think we've turned the corner. And I was like, well, I'm clear if the fire department is coming. I don't really know what's happening right now. We made it. But we got <laughs> Yeah, we did it. Look at us. And then no one has blown up. And you know, we did we did it. We quite literally survived. But guys, um, go go check out Dr. Oak at the Vertigo Doctor, like she said, um, in all seriousness. Super helpful. I know there's obviously over 500 of you that filled out the little question box. So many that I had to take it down. Um, we're struggling. She can help you do it. And as yeah. always, if you liked this episode, please rate it, subscribe, share it with your friends. That's how we continue to get great guests and great information. And I'll see you next week. 